Welcome to Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health. Every week, we sip on a strong new blend of practical tips, information, and education to help you optimize your health, body, and mind. Your hosts are Janice, Emily, Megan, and Olga. Your break starts now. Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health. This is Emily. And Olga. And we are here today to talk about probiotics. How exciting. (laughs) Are you probiotics or antibiotics? I am. I don't know biotics. (laughs) Well, hopefully after today's discussion... You'll know a little bit more. So we actually are talking about probiotics because this was a listener question. So somebody wrote into us and asked us to talk about probiotics, if they were helpful, what the research is on it. So hopefully we'll give you a very quick summary crash course on what antibiotics, no, what probiotics are. (laughs) (laughs) Although there is some correlation with antibiotics, but we'll get into that later. Plus, March is National Nutrition Month, so this just seems like a good time to talk about probiotics and the controversy surrounding them. Definitely. All right, should we just go ahead and get started? Yeah, let's dive in. All right. So, Emily, you're going to be our expert today on probiotics, and I'll be just the one asking you different questions. Someone, as if I'm someone who doesn't know anything about probiotics. So, uh, can you give us a basic definition of probiotics, what they are? Yeah, definitely. So probiotics, they are live bacteria that are found in foods, but you can also find them in supplements. So most of us know that probiotics are found in things like yogurt or Mm -hmm. some fermented foods, um, and they provide a whole host of positive health benefits. So you may have cringed when you heard that they were live organisms, (laughs) but I think... uh, most of us think that bacteria are bad, but there is actually really good bacteria in our gut. Um, I think they say we have over a thousand, a thousand different types of bacteria, bacteria in viruses. Our gut. Oh yeast. my god! It's what makes up our gut flora, and they are mm-hmm. responsible for things like helping our immune system. Actually, seventy percent of our immune system comes from our gut, which is crazy. Um, but They are so, so helpful and they are so necessary. They control so many different things in our health. Um, And when it we're talking about probiotics specifically, there are two different common types of bacteria. So I'll try not to butcher the names, but one is lactobacillus and then the other one is bifidobacterium. Oh my God. So You just (laughs) rolled off your tongue. I had to watch a couple of YouTube videos. make sure I said it correctly. It sounds so natural. (laughs) But those are the two common types of bacteria you'll find in probiotics. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, they are in our intestines. They help aid with digestion. They fight off bad bacteria. They regulate our immune system. And sometimes we have an imbalance of our microbes. Um, And so what the probiotics do is they help actually restore balance to Mm -hmm. your system. Okay, that sounds great. You sound really knowledgeable. I'm so impressed, Emily. Oh, well. So what about 
I've heard about prebiotics. So mm-hmm. there's a probiotics. What about prebiotics? Is it the same? Is it the, even a term? Is it even a thing? Is it a thing? <laughs> <laughs> so you may have heard of prebiotics. They're yeah. not the same thing as probiotics, but prebiotic, prebiotics are substances that come from carbs. They're mostly fiber mm-hmm. um, and you can't digest okay. them. So it comes from your food, but actually feeds the good bacteria in your gut. So these are things that come from um, like legumes, beans, oats, bananas, asparagus. Okay. There's a whole lot of foods that are high in prebiotics. Mm-hmm. So again, prebiotics help feed the good bacteria that are already in your gut. You're not uh, adding more okay. bacteria like you would with a probiotic. Are they digestible? Yeah. So no, they're oh, not. They're, they're not. not digestible. Your body doesn't digest them the regular way that your body you know, digest regular food, um, but it, it stays in your intestines and actually helps feed that good bacteria. Interesting. So you want to eat a lot of foods with good prebiotics Mm -hmm. because again, you're rooting for your good bacteria and you can do that by, you know, feeding it with prebiotics. And then of course, adding more good bacteria with probiotics. And what are the foods again that have prebiotics? So there's a, a long list of them. So I would encourage you, you know, if this is something you're interested in, you can go look. But some of the more common ones would be legumes, oats, bananas, asparagus, um, foods like that. Yeah, I love all those foods. Foods high in fiber. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds great. Wonderful. Thank you, Emily. So let's talk about the benefits um, of probiotics. There is so much information out there. So I think we will really do our listeners a service by kind of compiling all the benefits of probiotics, if anything, and also highlighting the position that Sharp has on probiotics, because I think you found some really cool information on SharpNet about that. Yeah, definitely. So I'm going to kind of read off from the National Institute of Health um, Mm -hmm. what some of the potential benefits of uh, probiotics are, just so you can kind of get a more peer-reviewed um, reputable right stance mm-hmm. on what they are. So they call out that probiotics can help your body maintain a healthy community of microorganisms or help your body's community of microorganisms return to a healthy condition after being disturbed. So again, this is when we were going back to our gut health. This is making sure that you do have a good variety, a diverse variety of good bacteria in your gut. Um, they produce substances that have desirable effects and they influence your body's immune response. Um, there, and what's interesting is, and again, if you go, we'll link it in the show notes, but if you go to the National Institute of Health, they actually go through quite a few different conditions or diseases, illnesses that they have specifically studied how probiotics affect them. So there has been positive research in terms of probiotics helping in things um, like gastrointestinal conditions, specifically with antibiotic-associated diarrhea. There's been a lot of positive research with okay. that. Um, some conditions in, enf- in infants and some dental disorders. But you should go check out, if this is something, again, that you're interested in, go check out that list and you can click on each of the different conditions or disorders mm-hmm. and you can see what their research found. So some of them, there is positive um, effects of taking the probiotics on these conditions and others there isn't. Um, so it's kind of, it, it works for some things and not for others. Definitely, right? definitely. 
and what about some potential cons of probiotics? Is there any research that you found that highlighted specific disadvantages yeah. of taking probiotics? So the first thing I would say with this is the FDA regulates probiotics like it does food, not medication. Uh-huh. So, I mean, this is really with any supplement. You just want to be careful that you're getting it from a reputable mm-hmm. um, company. Do some research into what company you're purchasing it from. Maybe they have some outside you know, companies that look into what's actually going into their products because not all um, of the labels, there's not actually right. everything inside the probiotic that it says. So just be careful with that. Um, and then in terms of potential cons, so... The research shows, you know, there are things where they showed good benefits. And then a lot of them, though, they just showed no benefit. Um, it wasn't a con, but it, it wasn't a plus either. It was kind of net neutral. Mm-hmm. Where they did find some potential harm is with people who have um, existing conditions oh, that relate to being immunocompromised. So specifically um, people with, yeah, who, who maybe have a suppressed immune system. In addition, there has been some notes um, that it could potentially include infections, um, production of harmful substances by the probiotic microorganisms, and then transfer of antibiotic-resistant genes from probiotic microorganisms to other microorganisms in the digestive tract. That was a huge mouthful. Um, <laughs> you did what well. that all means. Yeah, it, exactly. What does it in mean? In summary, <laughs> it means that if you are a healthy person mm-hmm. um, and you you don't have a compromised immune system, then probiotics are probably fine. Um, if you do have a compromised immune system, then you definitely want to talk to your doctor definitely. before starting it because there actually have been some documented harmful effects of taking the probiotics. And that has always been kind of our underlying message right. for everything that we share on this podcast. We do our best to provide well-researched, reputable information, mm-hmm. but it's always important to talk to your doctor prior to taking supplements, taking probiotics, taking any action with your exercise or your diet. Correct. So yeah, make sure to consult your doctor um, before you start any kind of um, supplementation with probiotics. Definitely. Definitely. And like Olga mentioned earlier, Sharp did have a, or does have a uh, stance on the safety of probiotics. It's actually something I found on SharpNet, which I thought was interesting and I would just share um, I think it's more for patient use, but I mean, we can glean information from it as well. Um, and there, again, their kind of assessment on it is that the potential benefits of probiotics seem to outweigh the potential risks, um, especially if you're healthy and you do not have a compromised immune system. But, 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 but if you do fall under the category of having a compromised immune system um, or have other underlying conditions, you definitely want to talk to your doctor before starting them mm-hmm. uh, because you obviously don't want to make yourself um, sick or have any unintended con- unintended consequences of taking them. Wonderful. Thank you for finding. So we, we can even provide the link to that document in the show notes so that you can um, read it for yourself. It's like a three-page document, right? Yeah. Sharp, mm-hmm. sharp on probiotics. Okay, safety yeah. of probiotics. Great. <laughs> um, Emily, any last words of wisdom? This has been really interesting, and I personally learned a lot about probiotics. I have been actually wondering about that. So is there anything else you would like to add before we wrap it up today? I think our message here at Sharp Best Health, and I'm sure everybody's kind of tired of us saying this at the end, but 
You know, you can get your probiotics from foods, and the best way to do that is by eating a healthy, well-balanced diet. Mm-hmm. Um, so focus, if you can, just focus on doing that. And then again, if you do choose to use probiotics, maybe just consult with your doctor or do some research um, into the company that you're using um, with any supplements. That's super, super important. Yeah. Um, just to know that, you know, the the ingredients that are going into it are reputable. So um, again, we'll, yeah, we'll link all of the research and some of those documents in the show notes if you would like to learn more. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Emily, for doing all this research and for um, educating me today and our (laughs) listeners. We hope you found this information helpful. Thank you again for listening and have a wonderful week. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Download this episode And find more great information on health and wellness by visiting Sharp Best Health on SharpNet.com.